So, what is it? So, what is it? So, what is it? The Red Dwarf Podcast! Welcome, welcome to yet another episode of So What Is It? A Red Dwarf Podcast! Now, I think we say that every time now. I've listened to a few old podcasts and we don't do it. It just sounds wrong, but maybe, I don't know. It's one of those things that's developed, isn't it? When, here... when did it become a thing? When did we start doing it? I don't know. I think when we, all, when we all got together, back together in the room is when it, that became a thing. Yes! Yeah. But there are some where it's slightly less enthusiastic, which I was quite funny. <laughs> so what is it? <laughs> here we are, as usual, the, uh, the convict army, uh, nearly all retarded inbred evil sheep shaggers, here to entertain you. Hacker <laughs> <Acronym> watch. <laughs> Uh, yes, I had to write that. That's one you wrote down, Dan. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, we discussed before recording this uh, thing we wrote down. That was one of them. Are we? Uh, are we talking about whether we should say retarded or not? Or should we just move on? It works. <laughs> it works for the for the acronym. So we go with it. <laughs> we shall go with it indeed, and it is very appropriate for us in many ways. It was a theme of the week. A theme of the week. Yeah. Uh, so what do we think of this, guys? Who should I go to? I'm, Matty's falling asleep at the moment, so I might go to him in a minute. Let, let it all wash over him for a little while. <laughs> I'm good, I'm right away. Oh, good, good. Matt, what do you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah, good, good, good. Dan. I also enjoyed it. I also enjoyed it, yes. Matty. I also enjoyed it. Excellent. Okay. Well, Night, go. everyone. Thanks for this. Bye. Wrap it up, then. <laughs> Yes, uh, it's, it was a very enjoyable episode, I thought, and, and so did you, it appears. So let's drill down a bit further yeah. and see what we did enjoy, and then maybe a few items that perhaps irritated us. Remember we used to do that, didn't we? And then we hit Series 7. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it, so I think we can go back to our old ways here, talk about a few nice things before, before picking it apart a little bit more. So, um, Matty, I was going to go... To you first today. I don't know why. I had, oh. in, I had in my mind I was going to go to you first uh-huh. when I heard a particular thing I thought you might like. So let's see if it comes out because I don't know what it was that was. I thought it was now. <laughs> okay, I mean, I got. A few, are you asking me what I generally thought of the episode, or, or no, 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 no? I want a specific. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure about this. This is the first time I've ever been seduced by predeterminism theory. Oh, that's the oh, yeah, intellectual one. Yes, I did. I like that. Maybe that was a clever line. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting that from Matty. <laughs> Matty. 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 <laughs> Any form of intelligence? Meow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's sort of, a, one, of a, one of many throwbacks in a way. We used to talk about that sort of stuff back in series three when... When it was going back in sort of like the photographs and that sort of thing, we talk about predeterminism and all that. So it was nice to have it brought up again. And actually, Future Echoes was, of course, mentioned in this episode as well. So we had a few themes going through. So Cassandra, Matt, give us something from Cassandra. We're only going to get through this by being positive, by being... What's that word women tennis players always used to reckon was so important? It begins with C. Cunnilingus? Cunnilingus? <laughs> Is it appropriate to mention Cunnilingus? I want to know. Well, there was, the, there was a definite audience gasp when it was said. It was, it was, uh, 
Yes, it obviously is. Nothing wrong with the <laughs> no, word. I think obviously, you know, because the question about whether... Is it okay to perform? Can you link this It's better than okay. Um, but where, if you if you make the suggestion that this is... Hi, mum. ...female tennis players. Um, <laughs> I think I can your mum. My mum doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> so, but again, I thought it was a good joke um, and, uh, and, and and totally acceptable. Good, good, good. Excellent. So give, give us uh, your acceptable quote. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not, not the first time we've been in this situation, is it? <laughs> Hell no! We've drunk coffee loads of times. Oh, cat's good. <laughs> cat's good live in the episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Setting the stall out there a little bit. Um, asking all you lot, I've not really thought about... Um, I, there was loads, wasn't there? I, I think there's quite a few, but I'm going to go for... Um, you know your station. Your station's Git Central, <laughs> <laughs> which was a really it it's vintage rumor, isn't it? Really, yeah. it is vintage mm. rumor. I, I think that's the first talking point. Maybe a lot of things about this one to me felt vintage Red Dwarf. This was, I, I think, this the first thing I've literally put down. First notes. It was like it's like going back to the old days. Yeah, because it was almost supposed to. They did send them out on their own. You know that group. They must have done that for a reason because it felt very much like vintage Red Dwarf. I mean, it, the first five or six minutes, uh, it was, you know, Lister with Holly, Rimmer comes in, they take the piss out of each other. I mean, uh, I mean, I had loads of notes from the first five minutes and, mm. and um, you listened to the commentary, didn't you, Matt? And yeah, I did. And you said to me that Norman Lovett sort of, well, that's my bitch, so I'll go home. But yeah. it, was, it, was a, <laughs> it was a classic great start with Holly, I think possibly as good as, some from the past or from the first couple of series with that Holly? Am I... Certainly to the level of Felicity Kendall's ass. You know. <laughs> bottom. Bottom. bottom yeah. he's, he's... He flew around that one a few times. <laughs> his, his synapses are, are firing. I mean, he's back, isn't he? I mean, how, how else would he come up with a dog ectomy? <laughs> a, a rover. A rover ostomy. rover ostomy. But it was when she shared the photo and Lister went, that's a dog! <laughs> it, it really felt like series yeah, one and two. That it part. did. It was, it was very halcyon, it was. Yeah, yeah. So that was really enjoyable with Holly, for sure. And and then when River coming and going, I mean, I've written down, listy, listy, listy. listy. <laughs> yes, because, oh, listy. It just, yeah, it did take me back. And whether the whole show continue the essence or not what what, what do you think I, I i think coming in i felt that all the ingredients in there but somehow it's not overall quite the same for some reason well there was a definite definite part i thought oh dear mr Maisie is not going to like that no, he lied to me what do you think that's going to uh, rewind to queeg you know this cat don't do work boom they're doing work um, oh, I've signed you up to be a canary. Oh, yeah. There is no way I'm becoming a canary. Woo! He's a canary. And I thought, oh, yes. <laughs> I was uh, I was laughing too much at the scene. Okay, good. The previous but scene to worry about that cut there. Wasn't act- well, he wasn't actually a canary, though. He was very much part of a barbershop quartet at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a joke you could see coming from space, but it was because of the way that they landed it. It, it worked nonetheless. It was... But that, we, that felt to me uh, old Red Dwarves uh, the way exactly, it delivered. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You knew exactly what was coming and everything that Rimmer said about how terrible it was was going to come back. But did we see it coming? Because I mean, I've written down actually a question mark. I put side you up to see it coming. I thought, as the resident noob, Matty, did you see that coming? Obviously, you were half asleep when you watched it, but no, no. did you see it coming? I've signed you up to, because obviously they had to be, but I suppose. But Yeah, 
I mean, I, I didn't see it coming, no. I, I did not at all. Um, and I actually, I'm glad they did the expo- explanation of what a canary is, because <laughs> I had no clue. I wasn't what, around. What, that canaries going in the mines? Yeah. Well, I wasn't around in those days. But you did go to school, right? <laughs> you were not yeah, in, in, in Spain. We didn't learn about it there. You were 10 when you went to Spain. Yeah. So did you not go to school in this country between... Well, no, they, when I went to primary school, they didn't teach us about birds that went into pits to die. See, that's where I learned about it. Go to Northumberland or something on a school trip. Possibly. Well, you had some dark childhood, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Seven and eight-year-old children. This is where the birds go to die. We, we had a children a, a school's program called The Way We Used to Live. And I, th- I think I can remember it. There was it's just mine. one of those. Yeah, it's just yeah. one of those bits of knowledge that absolutely you they, hear lots uh, of times in life. On the basis that the phrase "canary in the coal mine" is a is a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not to me. Honestly, I didn't get it. I did not understand. I didn't get it. Well, I'm glad it's educated you as well as entertained. Oh, it works on so many levels. That's really bastard. But but yes, yeah, so obviously it had to be signed up. But I I thought it was delivered uh, really well, it really and it's was, all like, yeah. it was that sort of like you want it to happen type joke, and it yeah. it sort of happened. So I was pleased about that. But saying about something that I didn't like, I thought there was going to be something you didn't like when he said I've signed. I thought it was a singing group, and he started singing. Oh, I mean yeah. this is this definitely old Dredge Wolf. Lister singing and Matt getting annoyed by it. Presumably. No, actually, I thought he was all right when he was on his own. It's when they were all together. It was like for God's sake, somebody pick a key. <laughs> You are the sunshine of my life! <laughs> Insert clear. No, I think we'll go with that. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's quite good, that one, actually, for me. Yeah, and that, that all works pretty well. Um, anything else you want to, guys, want to sort of bring up as you know the, the old type feeling? Because it, it did have it, not all the way through necessarily, but definitely had it. R- Rimmer was relatively on fire on the whole. Right I thought was. Rimmer was, was, was good, and I thought the relationship with Lister there was good. We talked about Holly. <laughs> Um, I, I think something that we've mentioned and might segue into points that you wanted to make. I don't think we got the best of of, of Cat and Crichton particularly, um, and so maybe maybe actually that was a hallmark of some of those older episodes, wasn't it? Yeah, we we often we, said we, that. I mean, we rarely got them all firing at once. We often found little you know, groupings worked, but we didn't we didn't get them all at once. But as before, th- there wasn't always the space to do that and I, I think I was usually fine with that oh Cat wasn't in the episode because all oh, this was going on if we've got that bunk scene with Holly and we've got the Rimmer and Kachansky stuff at the end of this episode there isn't the space for you know Crichton and Cat quite so much and mm. um, I mean not that I'm so fond of Cat overall these days so so actually him having a little bit less was okay I think I think he actually he spoke more on the commentary track than he actually did in the actual <laughs> episode. Is he didn't have a great deal? No. What, what his like? You mentioned one already with his um, having coffee, and then there wasn't much more. I think there's one other line. I think it's from remember here and I can't remember what it was he, he didn't have much to do um, but yeah as you said it, it didn't it's not as if the episode was like well if only they'd written some jokes and given it to the person they didn't that didn't otherwise have anything to do the episode worked really well so mm. it, was, it was okay yeah yeah it did it did so um, should we quickly jump to things that maybe didn't work for us then can I jump in first with that maybe? go for it um, I, I think the initial conversation with the predicting what was going to be 
said and then them just repeating it didn't feel as clever as it should do somehow. And it was just Cassandra saying the line and then the character said like that, like when Kachansky repeated yes. what was being said. It's sort of like, it, I don't know, it just didn't quite gel. The, the point was being made. I liked the point, but it was like a, a white hole conversation, but not Steady nowhere, near, nowhere near as clever, really. And I just felt as though it, somehow it could have been clever in a, in a better way. I don't know, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I, potentially they could have made, she could have tricked them into saying what she said they were going to say yeah. as it was. They just said it, really. Uh, a couple of full-on attempts to, well, I'm not going to say that. And then, like Kachansky, for example, then just did. It was like, oh, yeah. I've been outsmarted. So, no, you just waited a second and then said it. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. There wasn't anything clever that, that went in there particularly. Um, so that's my irritation. Matty? Um, I wouldn't say that was any particular irritation I don't think I have with this one. can't think of anything that stood out that irritated me. Okay. Um, no. No. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Well, Matt. thank you. I'm glad. That yeah, you may have that opinion. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Matt, have you got anything? I think it's only very, very small. I'm, I'm really having to sort of like think about it. I don't think there was massive amounts of this that irritated me. Um, Kachansky, there was no way I'm, I'm taking off my clothes. And you just I just knew that she was going to get soaked for somehow by the, by the water pipe. Um, but, that, but that, in addition to that irritation... That irritated me because they were waterproof clothes, weren't they? <laughs> to me, they looked like big galoshes and stuff. That, and they looked like waterproof overalls that you wade through the sewer in. So, so getting a bit of water out of a pipe. And no, them. true. They're not going to have like kind of clean white cottons, are they, to go into you know where they were? I, I think it would have been better to douse her from above at least. You know, what I mean. It, it, I don't think that was done as well as it could have been. It, it looked like her waterproofs got wet to prevent her from getting wet. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've got blank faces in front of me here. <laughs> oh, no, I remember something that did annoy me. Oh, go for it. It's a long old note. Pre-warning. So, Lister tells So you've got a long note, but yet you forgot about it. It's going to be even longer if you keep yeah, interrupting it. It's going to be a long note, right? And just... just Shut up. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Shh, be quiet. I'm going to get music in here. <laughs> um, so, Lister tells Rimmer he won't shoot him for finding him in bed with Kachansky, as Cassandra predicted. However, Lister was not present during the conversation between Cassandra and Rimmer, where she told him he should be shot by Lister for finding him in bed with Kachansky. Therefore, there is no way Lister could have known he was expected to find Rimmer and Kachansky in bed and consequently shoot him. Yeah, but he, but that's, it would be, surely that would be the surprise of him finding that made him shoot him. But he does very quickly say, ah, oh, but I'm not going to do that thing. Mm. And there's no sort of like, he doesn't get cross and say, ah, oh, but I'm not going to react like that. So I, I'm, it didn't irritate me because I've only understood it now. Matt has explained it so straightforwardly. But um, <laughs> I think he has a point. Lister didn't know that he was supposed to shoot Rimmer in the head. Yeah. So why does he go in there and say, but I'm not going to shoot you in the head? Yeah, that's pretty much what I said, but Dan just said a lot better, quicker way. 
without notes too. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go I think back. Getting some concise this point. Uh, yeah, so. I, a concise watch. I'm just like um, <laughs> I'd have to go back to the episode to see what was said now because I can't remember the audio said. But I'll trust you guys, just like I always do. I did love. I did love Rimmer at that point. Going, oh, bloody beggaring hell! Oh, we're just, so, oh, we're just I, jumping I, up and down. Yeah, I, I, I also did. There's more swearing in Red Dwarf now, isn't there? Yeah. Because there was none. And now this is on... Well, let's like see. A, swear um, watch. Well, swear watch. I don't think we'd have had any in the first five, six, seven series. We had clitoris. I mean, there's no shit wrong. There's no shit wrong. An anatomical thing. Um, but the actual swear... I mean, like, so we had arse. Bloody buggering hell is, <laughs> is not exactly, you know, after the watershed. But there is more of it in... Hmm. Mm. I, I noticed it didn't annoy me didn't put me off I just noticed it I also noticed that um, in, in the process of you know getting himself all limbered up for his uh, for his moment with, uh, oh. with, with uh, <laughs> Rimmer's boxers still had creases in them that's in his pants <laughs> that, <laughs> was, that was that was um, funny yeah it was yeah there was a, there was a few there was a, there was a few bits I know there was nothing in this episode that annoyed me there really wasn't um, there were a few sort of things. Oh, that's interesting. Weapons seem to have gone backwards. They were running around Starbucks in four and five and six with the Zookoids blowing the <laughs> smeg out of everything. Now they're running around with you know spray painted uh, spray painted um, Nerf guns. I think. Hang mm. on. Hang it's gone on. backwards. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, but point. they have gone backwards because they've gone to Red Dwarf in the past in a way. I can see that. I wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't an argument, it was an observation. No, 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 no that I, explains that observation. I think, I think we're arguing at cross points because Dan's saying that the actual kind of. It looked that they look rubbish, like spray painted Nerf guns rather than sort of like bazookoids, and we're like, hang on, no, no, they wouldn't have the weapons, but you're talking about something different than the aesthetics. Possibly, possibly. Oh, no, I, I, did, I didn't want to leave the, the Dan being a prude point. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you find that the phrase giving it riz offensive? <laughs> I wrote it down because I've never come across the phrase giving it riz before. Wait, I'm sure you have because you've watched this before. Well, there is that, <laughs> but it's not managed to enter my own lecture. No, so I've forgotten it. I was like, but I loved riz. it. I mean, in context, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Hey, giving it riz. <laughs> Tell you what, what happened, hit that button, mate. <laughs> When he when he says uh, 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 Ben giving it Riz, <laughs> Geraldine McEwen looks like she's biting her cheeks to uh, not laugh. Oh dear! And um, yeah, so I, well, I, I didn't go with that as my favourite bit at the start. Yet. I don't know. Like giving it Riz. I have <laughs> never ever heard that expression before. Oh, man. Wait, I could have sworn that was only was only one maker. <laughs> no, it's Ger- it did look, I, I must admit, it did look a bit. Yeah, I thought it looks the same. Geraldine McEwen. Oh, okay. Are, are you aware of Geraldine McEwen? No, not at all. She was in. She did Miss Marple before, not, not long before she died, but she was the witch in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, okay. Not yes. just Robin Hood. Yes. yes. And I think she was in a couple of other things. Stage actress. She oh, was, okay. She was a voice actress in uh, a couple of the Wallace and Grants. Oh, okay. She's won, like, uh, a, a BAFTA. She's been nominated for the Olivier, and we know her from Robin Hood and Red Dwarf. Nice, but no, it wasn't Zoe Wanamaker. No. But what do we think of... Hang on a second. She's got a page of Zoe Wanamaker fancy. Harry Potter. I don't know why he's getting confused, because Zoe Wanamaker played Cassandra, the face thing, in Doctor Who. Moisturise me, moisturise me. Ooh. So Ooh. I take back my next. Da, 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 da. That's you you no want to make that link, were you? Was I was it? just going to say maybe it was it was the same version. She also played Cassandra in this, 
but it wasn't her, so I retract that statement. <laughs> okay, what did you think of the character of Cassandra? I liked it. I did like it. I thought it was very. I thought it was very well done, especially because I thought it was someone else in the beginning. But yeah, she did very well. I like. I did like it. She did actually remind me of Cassandra in Doctor Who. Not exactly the same character, but it had that sort of lofty yeah approach, didn't it? And choosing that name must fit somehow. Just just like the Cassandra in Only Falls as Horses. They had played by Zoe Wanamaker. There were a couple of other relatively or possibly not famous people in there. Kill Crazy. Oh, he killed Crazy, yeah. Um, um, oh, what's his face? Jake Wood. Yeah. From EastEnders. It was Max from EastEnders and it was also in, in Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. However, there was somebody that I know uh, is a sort of local celebrity to where I'm from that you probably don't know. A guy called The Shend. Be excited. Be, be excited. Be excited. Be, be excited. The Shend who played um, uh, God Not. He's actually from um, my hometown. He looks a bit like you. Thank you very much. The Shend. <laughs> I'm still alive. I have no idea who he looks like. <laughs> can base him on you. Do you know who, I'm, who we're talking about? Not no. at all. The Shend. God Not. not, not it's not my name. The, the Shend. The guy that has the heart attack. My name's not. Oh yeah, yeah. He's from he's from my hometown. He was in a band. He was always always in the paper. The Shend because he was on some. He's been loads of little bit parts, and I think um, I don't think he's ever been in anything massive. And I think this is probably <clears> the most I've ever heard him speak, which is wasn't a lot. The Shend. I did love the bit where Kill Crazy smacks his head on the. Yeah, that, on was, the, nice, that yeah. was really funny, and, and they all loved that as well on the commentary track. They were all laughing. Yeah. Um, uproariously that was a laugh out loud moment for me yeah. it, was, it was the fact it was the lead up so let's get it let's get it and then boom <laughs> and that was the last we saw him yeah apart uh, from in, in the at, at the end with the thing, eye yeah, mark yeah. on his face yeah. yeah I really wanted to when he hit, the, hit his head do the duff 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 noises from, from his dentist <laughs> <laughs> no that that was a, a, good, a good moment for, for a I, I think he comes back again in future episodes but uh, yeah nice little character Okay, so we've looked at the beginning part. We've talked about Kill Crazy. We've talked about Cassandra and all sorts. Kachansky. Let's do the Kachansky conversation. Getting out of the way straight away. Did you know Chloe Annette was actually naked beneath that blanket? Completely. Completely and utterly naked. That's the most excited you've ever been about one of your fans. I know. <laughs> I, I just thought, he said the name, I thought, get out of the way now. But yes. Totally the why on friend. earth would she be completely naked? Some actors choose to do that. They prefer to actually be naked because it allows them to act better. It allows them to feel naturally uncomfortable, which comes across in the acting. The shend. Yeah, I mean, it didn't look like she had much on because it looked like a blanket wrapped around something. But well, that's good because that's what it's supposed to come across. Well, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, before that point, I, I was starting to think, oh, and I still do think this. It felt like old Red Dwarf was said, apart from the fact that we're weighed down slightly and I mean that in the nicest possible way weighed down slightly by this extra character who now doesn't need to be there and then it was and then she was used in the plot obviously with, with Rimmer and stuff although I'm sure they could have found some other way but she does unfortunately sort of feel unnecessary to things well you said before the fact that you think that she was there um, to get up to syndication for America. I think that they wanted a female character to 
be part of it as well. Um, I may be slightly wrong on that, but that's the yeah. way I understand. The funny thing about it being aired in America. Whoa. That big shake of the head there when he said that. Do you know this episode premiered in the US before the UK? On March 7th, 1999. PBS. <laughs> Lucky there. <laughs> exactly. There we go. That's a fact and a half there. Eh? The shed. Um... So, so what are your thoughts um, on the Kachansky character and this necessity at this point? Again, I don't think... I mean, she was useful in the plot. I don't think she had a great deal of great lines. There was one funny line, predeterminism. I'd like to reference to the opera game. Should we play the opera <laughs> Yes, that was, that was quite funny. Right. When she turned around and uh, when, when Lister said, I'm not going to kill you, and she turned around and said, oh, but Cassandra promised. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, I enjoyed yes, that. Yes, that was yeah. a good one. I... Is the character necessary? Well, let's not get into what's necessary because honestly, it's very no necessary. Is is it? I, I think that they kept her in, um, possibly for for any number of reasons. I don't think she detracts. I think we've gone back so far in this series. We've gone back to this basically being about uh, Lister and Rimmer in space, the old couple in a, in a in a series of of, of ridiculous scrapes. We've got now a, a, a more, we've almost got two tiers of, of supporting cast. We've got Crichton Cat and now Kachansky, who, who will, we will, when they go on away missions and, and, and things like that, they'll be the primary ones around them. But they've got the other cast, they've got Kill Crazy, they've got, they've got Captain Hollister, they've got other people. And Holly as well, of course, and Holly. Yeah, if we, if we go back to the original roots and we've got um, without Crichton and we've got Cat as a sort of in and out type person um that sounded wrong uh a bit of the giving it where is um, <laughs> sort of coming in and out of the, the room uh, we 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 i think we all felt that it was great when we had the addition of Crichton and he started to take on a, a, a bigger role um and yeah it is just that thing of of in a half an hour thing it's it's hard to support all these characters so when we say cat hasn't got much i mean they they are taking up those Lines, which is, oh, it's been, we're being flooded from above, and it's sort of like just lines. And yes, she had a few good jokes, and yes, she was using the plot. Yeah, it's just interesting. Again, I can't remember going forward how much she's going to be used or not. I'm just looking at it in that way and thinking, yeah, it's just the character we don't really actually need at this point. Sounds cruel, but you know when you're when you're writing, I suppose, and when you're making something, you you have to get rid of things. I think you're onto something there. To be honest, I, I really like her, but you are right. You do sort of find yourself questioning, well, well whether she is needed, which is a shame, really, because I I I like the character. Mm. I feel like, well, I is it because. It is all very male leads, and they wanted to put a female in there. Well, I mean, possibly if that was the case, uh, of they wanted to balance up the cast, and obviously Rimmer left and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about more in the sense of the amount of people, and whatever the reason is, mm. is there's not enough time as it is, is there really? So that that was just my thought. That was my my uh, my question of the week. <laughs> I don't dislike the character. Like I don't think any of us dislike the character. 
Um, I think she's getting better service than yeah. um, than than she did. Mm -hmm. um, she's getting better service than um, Hattie Harris did. Mm -hmm. um, and there are moments where I think she's given and, and does some really good stuff, but she's she's now she's not trying to fill the Rimmer space because Rimmer's back in it. But but that's it, isn't it? When 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 Holly, the female version, wasn't getting the stuff, it was because I, the writers didn't need to get the stuff because we had Crichton there, you know, and, and, and back then that character wasn't necessary. And, but uh, at the same time, uh, and, and there were grumbles during that series because Crichton just knew all the answers all the damn time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that... So, I mean, I, I think the point that we were making back then was actually if you'd used what you had, if they'd used what they had, and instead of just meaning, you know, having, having Crichton as the cheek button, I don't know what's going on. Well, I've got a theory, sirs. You could have. Oh, you that was me. Another yeah. irritation. I didn't like that joke this week. <laughs> Which one? I've got a theory. Oh, I've written well, a bit of paper. It's not, not a theory, is it? Well, this. But, but he, he only said it was a theory. He only said it was a theory because Cassandra said, "Why don't you tell them your theory?" Mm. But she would have known that if she was. I mean, bloody Cassandra. Well, but the, the, you know, the premise falls apart when she can unerringly tell the future and didn't. But. So that was, but, yeah, but so she, didn't have to tell the, she doesn't have to tell the future, does she? Well, no, that is the, the single point of her being in this episode, isn't it? Really, so that's what she does, she tells the future, yeah. But she, and lied, she lied as well, didn't she? She just lied, yeah. That's the her. point. The shend. So, talking about Cassandra again, then moving on from Kachansky, we'll, we'll continue that conversation throughout the series to see if, if we come to any conclusions. Kachansky watch, yeah, Kachansky watch now. Well, if you didn't make it under the blanket, that's fine. There you go. Um, the ending. Talking about the cheat and Crichton saying stuff in the past. Obviously, that was to speed things along because you needed to in the 25-minute comedy show. You wanted to get the story through. The ending here, wasn't that funny and just ha sort of happened? It was kind of slightly tragic, really. Funny slash tragic, I mean... It's only computer. Lister's trying yeah. to do the right thing. Yeah. And he's, you know, oh, I'm going to be the better one and I'm going to break this sort of, like, you can tell the future thing and then just dumb luck. Yeah. He kills her. At least he has the decency to look embarrassed. Because <laughs> he does. He's like, whoops. And she does, she does give him a real, she does give a real sort of, like, annoyed primary yeah. school teacher face just, yeah. just, just as it's about to happen. She, she survived for hundreds, thousands, however long she survived. She sort of fairly, goes fairly meekly. There's no attempt with all yeah. this power to, you know, get off the ship. I mean, I, I don't know. It just not like the virus in the last series. Well, you know, but lots of the times that they meet other things, um, then then they're trying to get out of wherever they're trapped. They're trying to use the crew to escape or to do whatever. She's just like, "Oh, you've arrived now," which means I'm going to die. I've seen the future. Carry on. It's just nothing about it. No, no, I guess not really. To this sort of bring it down just just a notch in, just, in our robust rating system that we have. It just makes me think: Why didn't the crew kill her in the first place? And if it was that easy to kill her, <laughs> rather than send her to the bottom, you know, yeah, just unplug her. All of them yeah, leave the ship, <laughs> pour some water on them. Yeah, the plug. That's I mean, she's it fried. took a bit of gum to kill her, for God's sake. <laughs> It's like she can well, tell. Well, it wasn't the gun, was it? It was the chain reaction. Yes, but it started with gun. If it's, there was no gun, it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> if there's no gum, you just get a bit of glass of water and pour it in yeah. the electrics. But that's the thing. No, let's abandon ship and all the crew leave it. <laughs> oh, yeah, instead yeah. of just literally, there was a plug in the wall. Yeah. They could have <laughs> unplugged her. Well, she also said that um, the bulkhead's gone. Water's coming in at hundreds of gallons per minute. So the fact that a glass of water did it, well, the whole ship was going to flood very shortly. She's yeah. gonna, she's going to fry anyway. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're saying there's flaws in this episode. Never mind. Move on. Move yeah. on. <laughs> it's Red Dwarf. It's Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> it's Red Dwarf. Oh, a Red Dwarf podcast. Now I'm te- I'm tempted to um go to a, a roundup of, of good lines to finish this off. I've still got quite a few written down. I've not even mentioned yet. So maybe we'll cover them if we do do the rounds. Um, um, let's go in the same order. Who did I ask first before? Was it Matty? I think so, but I think everything that I wanted to say has been said. <laughs> so, no I mean, no I, was, I was just going to sit my middle finger up at all of you for the end, so uh, <laughs> that's already been said. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the middle fingers that should have been put up during this episode has been put up. Oh, dear. Okay, then we'll, we'll move on then. What about you, Hank Handsome? Oh, thank <laughs> you. Um, Lister, I've got it. Rimmer, more than I did. <laughs> but they're liking a, the on put of smut this series yeah, which I'm quite are. liking as well the, nud- <laughs> the nudity oh no I've got a choice of two I really want to say Dan so <laughs> say one of them um, well I won't do all of it but uh, summing up Rumor said would it have killed him to take 30 minutes longer 10 minutes even two would have done <laughs> yes damn it I've still got two I've, I've, I've got another one but you go on yeah go on well I'm going to go with with um, Oh, oh, I'm going to go with a Crichton line because he didn't have many. He said, I sort of went, he said, I've got a t-shirt and I ironed it. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. That was, that was a nice I actually thing. have to say, I'm, really, I'm liking Crichton again. I'm, I'm, I'm having a Crenaissance. Crenaissance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling the truth because he's not saying that. <laughs> he's, he's, he's back to being his, his sweet-natured self. Um <laughs> I did like, I have to say, uh, Lister saying, when I'm in the prison zoo, I don't look around. It's gone. Yes, that's the one! Oh. <laughs> you can finish it off. Uh, well, I won't finish it off, but I'll, I'll just cut it in. When I'm in the men's toilets in prison, Rimmer, I tend not to look around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like playing golf. I concentrate on my grip, keep my eye on the ball, and try not to veer off to the side. <laughs> there's some good stuff, good stuff. And I, there was another throwback, actually. We were talking about throwbacks. Uh, the, um, the going on in the passage of Rimmer poking up, um, when they were trying to protect him, it reminded me somewhat of 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 uh, protect the front and back. Yeah, yeah yes, that's the one. That was the God, some horrendous overacting, which I didn't, which I thought jarred a little. If I had something that grumbled, cut it earlier or just leave it here. It was there was <laughs> what what was the they could have just walked, they, they, but they they went silly Keystone coffee. Yeah, that's the good thing. That was okay. that was similar to Old Red Dwarf. I felt. There is you know, in this comedy program. There, I'm, in comedy, I'm, I'm pleased, we can have a conversation please. about that. Today. Okay, shall but we? What constitutes comedy? Let's do that again, shall we? No, <laughs> I'm just splicing that up. I know the situation is different, is different to how it was, but the style of the kind of comedy and situations does feel very sort of like past Red Dwarf, and I think you know after we had to do well, let's face it, get through series seven. It's a welcome return. I'm, I'm really enjoying. I, I think I'm really enjoying this series so yeah. far. Good. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're we're halfway through the series now, and we've enjoyed all the all the episodes so far to a point, haven't we? So, so that's a, at least a fifty percent hit rate. The shed. 
Now we've been recording for 40 minutes. There obviously there was that conversation that would have been cut out by now. So this will cut down the episode by several, episodes, several you know, minutes. This is a very quick one. Um, but it, I've enjoyed this conversation, guys. Uh, thanks for coming to Matty's house tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for turning up, Matty. No, you're very welcome. Um, yeah, and uh, I guess we will see everyone next time. I won't say next week because it might not be, but we'll see everyone next time. So it's good night from me. Matthew. It's good night from me, Matt. It's good night from me, Matt. Why are we saying good night? It's, <laughs> it's a good night from okay. him and a good night from me. Uh, so it's, it's goodbye from me, Matthew. It's goodbye from me, Deshend. It's a goodbye from me, Matty. And it's a goodbye from me, Dan. <laughs> Cheerio! Let's kill something! Uh, oh! 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 Is it a wuss? Is it a wuss? Is it a wuss? The Shend.